Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Earth and Body Ecosystems. Join us as we bridge the gap between our bodies and the earth that surrounds us. Today, our guest is Orly Amorish. We're going to go ahead and plug ourselves, but you're going to want to stay tuned because we are going to be talking about human trafficking and human slavery. And Heidi, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you do and give us your website. Before I do that, I want to tell everybody to please subscribe to this channel, whatever you're listening, whatever platform, which is can be anything from I, I, Apple thing, you know, for the iPods and Google, anything across the, um, wherever you get your favorite podcast. There we go. I got tripped up a little. It happens. So anyway, you get your favorite podcast, you can. So please make sure that you subscribe and like so you don't miss one. So while you can contact me through Cola Cauldron at yahoo.com for a tarot reading, an in-depth tarot reading, um, that's $50. And you can also email me for a herbal consultation at colacaldron.yahoo.com. Joyce? And if you're interested in getting Shungite products for EMF protection or organic skincare products, you can go to MajesticTara.com. Click on shop. It will take you to our sister site, Heavenly Bodies. So now let me introduce our guest. Her name is Orly Moore, and she has always enjoyed speaking and helping people change their lives and impact their circle of influence wherever they go. She was in property management for 25 years, where she quickly established herself as a subject matter expert, publishing two books on the subject and speaking on numerous occasions. But she did not feel that she was having an impact. So in 2006, Orly was asked to speak at a woman's shelter on her life experiences and originally declined the invitation. After being invited several times, she finally relented and agreed to speak. It was there she met a woman who wanted to end her life. After hearing Orly speak, the woman decided to live and asked her to support her. This was the impact Orly was looking for. Since then, Orly dedicated her life to impacting the lives of 2 million people by helping them realize their own mission-based goals and dreams. Her extensive experience as a certified behavioral analyst has made her indispensable as a coach to many influential corporate leaders. She speaks three, three, language, three languages fluently and has earned her MBA and law degree. Despite the impressive education and success as a businesswoman, Orly remains remarkably humble, authentic, and a very engaging speaker. In addition to being a great public speaker herself and a great networker for the past 10 years, she has helped public speakers create their business model for public speaking. Her gift is to, gift is to show them how to monetize their craft by taking it seriously and having what she calls business in a box for public speakers, public speakers, thereby teaching them how to fish. Orly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So recently, Orly, uh, just this year in 2021, you started a nonprofit called Your My Light Foundation and Trust. Yes, it's a foundation, not a not a nonprofit. It's a hybrid. Oh, 
Okay, I'm sorry. That's why it's called the foundation. <laughs> I corrected. Like, no, it's all good. It's all good. And it's not two million. It's two hundred million. I know it's a very big number to uh, wrap your head around. <laughs> wow, that's that's a lot of people that you're impacting. Could yeah. you give us like a, a a short version of your background and your why you got into working with people who have been trafficked or enslaved? Yes, of course. Thank you for asking me that question. So I'm going to tell you my story in 18 seconds, and then I'll tell you why I got involved. So I am, um, we all have a story, by the way. I just want to make sure that nobody feels like there's a competition of stories. We all have a story. We all live through things differently. Uh, I was a beaten up child. I was molested four times before the age of 14. I was raped three times before the age of 22, twice gang raped, nine months apart, left for dead at minus 15 degrees Celsius in Canada. And the doctors even did not know how I survived because after three days, I should have died from starvation, dehydration or hypothermia. But, um, and, and, and amongst all that, I was married to a very abusive husband, both mentally and physically. As a result, I had four abortions and I gained a morbid amount of weight. I was 428 pounds at my heaviest. So I do not know what it's like to be trafficked, but I do know what it's like to not have a voice, to scream with no sound coming out of your mouth, uh, to, to have no hope, to think that nobody will notice that you're there laying on the floor for three days. Um, basically not to know how I can be helped or have no hope or lose hope. Um, but I do know that it's also, it's like being incarcerated. It, you, you're, you're in a prison of your own body. And um, that I do know the feeling of that, but I have no clue what it's like to be trafficked. And I've watched many movies that show it, talk about it, etc. I was introduced to human trafficking in 2015 uh, because I do conferences on cruise ships and one, one of the missionaries was on my ship and they were going to underdeveloped countries to show children that their current circumstance is not equaling their future. And uh, as a result of that, uh, I became a board member on that uh, uh, 501c3. And then I learned more about human trafficking as the years went by, I learned more and more and more and in 2020, a girlfriend of mine told me what was go really going on with organ harvesting and other things. And so in 2021, I decided to start a foundation called You Are My Life Foundation, where we are going to be heal uh, building healing centers for rescued victims of human trafficking, sex and labor slavery, who are 18 years to 30 year old uh, and, for, and, uh, and up, of course because they are abducted when they were 10 to 14, but they come out and they're 18, they're adults, and there's nothing in the system that can take them. No foster care where actually I wouldn't even send them there because that's where it starts. Um, but there's nobody to help them. So 90% of them go back to their perpetrators. 90% run, it's called the Stockholm Syndrome. And, mm. and, and some of them commit suicide because they're being misdiagnosed, misdrugged, and the drugs get them to commit suicide or the drug kills them, period. So we are facing a pandemic of 
human trafficking. It's a hundred and fifty billion dollars a year industry. Oh my gosh. Um, how how widespread is this? Is like I, I think it's worldwide. Yeah. So there it's in are, every every country. It's in every country, and it could be in your backyard. It could be one of your next door neighbors. It could be uh, anywhere. And this is what's scary about it. It's in people's basement. I don't know how many times you see, well, oh my God, this neighbor, he was so quiet. He was so nice. He kept his lawn clean and everything looks so pretty. And yet, you know, the next thing you find out, they, 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 they are trafficking girls. Um, and, it, and it doesn't matter about skin tone, does it? No, it, it, trafficking it has nothing to do with gender, um, skin tone, religion, political affiliation. It has nothing to do with any of that. It recognizes nothing but blood and, uh, and bloodshed. Mm -hmm. And money. And blood is blood. Yes, yes. Um, so how are the can you explain how these children are getting rescued you know how, well, how there are people out there that are rescuing them the fbi is working very closely with very various uh, rescue missions are happening every single day uh i have my first fundraiser in dallas texas this coming thursday and people who are actually rescuing them physically are coming to support this event and to tell the story of what it's like to rescue them and not have anywhere to take them to. See, they are not, uh, they're women, but they are not battered women. They are just more than that. They've been drugged. They, they don't even know their identity. They are suffering from DID, which is disassociative um, identification disorder, which is yep. in layman words, multiple personality disorder. So and so- the fundraiser that you're having, um, it's going to be in Dallas, Texas. Is that what you said? Yes. Yes, it is a, it's a hybrid. It, uh, isn't it also going to be virtual? Yes. It, like I was saying, it's a hybrid as well. It will be live streamed as well as um, live stream as well as um, in person live. So if people are interested in that, where could they go to sign up? Um, we will be, uh, they can go directly to our website. Um, it's www.youaremylightfoundation.com. I mean, yes, that's right. I mean, .org, that's what I wanted to say. www.youaremylightfoundation.org. Um, Great, thank you. And Orly, uh, we met in uh, New Orleans at a speakers conference. Yes. And I want to say that I was thrilled to hear that she was doing this because I have been wanting to support a nonprofit that deals specifically with this issue, but I didn't feel like I could trust any of them. So when Orly told me, and I know it's Orly who's doing this, I know her personally. I was thrilled because now when I have the funds available, I can go ahead and I can donate to her organization and know that the money is going where it is supposed to go. And Orly, I, I would just like you real quick because I thought it was interesting where the name came from. Could you talk about that, please? Sure. So 
<clears throat> by the way, I cannot take credit for it. Orly means you are my light in Hebrew. Um, and I was sitting with my executive directors, my board, and we were just talking finance and all kinds of stuff. And all of a sudden, one of the board members wrote in the chat, Orly means you are my light in Hebrew. And I kind of just said to him, because we were on Zoom, I said, Thomas, you wrote this? Orly means you are my light in Hebrew? Yeah, it's correct. But why are you bringing it up now? We're talking finance or whatever it was we were talking about. It was completely irrelevant, you know? But I've been looking for a name for the foundation for months. And then he said, well, why don't we call it You Are My Life Foundation? And immediately all the board members said, I motion to call it You Are My Life Foundation. <laughs> and that's how it really happened because all means light and Lee means for me or mine. But in a sentence, it's You Are My Light in Hebrew. That's beautiful. I love that. Isn't it? Absolutely. But I'd like to add something to your point about, you know, who you can trust and so on. I had that issue because I was looking at all kinds of organizations in 2020, end of 2020. A lot of people were talking about the crypto coins and crypto, blah, blah, blah. And, and then with people who, uh, or organizations who had no relation with human trafficking were adding human trafficking to their genre just so that they can collect monies for their foundation. And then they weren't even spending it here in this country. They were sending it overseas. We have a major issue here in America, you know, in our in United States. It's a major issue. That's the thing too, is I don't think I don't think a lot of people realize how widespread human trafficking and slavery is in the United States. I think when they mm -hmm. think about it, they think that it's other countries. And yeah, this is true, it is, but it is in the United States. Yeah, and it's called modern day slavery. You know, mm. we used to, we, you know, I, I know that there was a time where there was slavery in the United States, but everybody is now, there's many people that are now slaves and there's actually, it's 40 million a day. So basically a hundred, wow. we, we counted about a thousand something an hour are being trafficked or enslaved. Wow. Yeah, That's it's crazy. too many. One's too many. Yeah, one's too many, exactly. I agree with that. Yep, one is definitely too many. Heidi, you have any questions for Orly? Um, um, yeah, um, um, yeah, I do. Can you ask her something right now, please? Okay. So what else do you want people to know about the foundation? Well, we are building our first center in the Midwest. Of course, I cannot divulgate the location uh, for safety reasons as well. But um, that's the goal is to open the first center in Q1 of 2022. If we raise the funds, when we raise the funds before that, we will open as soon as possible. The need for the first center is so uh, urgent that, you know, even if people donate a dollar, it will help. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily if, whether they believe this is happening or not, because some people believe don't believe that this is happening in our country. And uh, I'm here to tell you that it's a serious, serious issue. 
and that the, the only reason the media is not talking about it much, although last night there was on the news, R. Kelly was arrested for, or the verdict came in, where apparently he was involved in trafficking. I don't know about this. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know, right? I mean, in the world of uh, Hollywood, you know, girls throw themselves at, at, at these guys and then now they're crying wolf, you know? But at the end of the day, right. it's very—it's a very serious offense, and um, and I I hope that this is a lesson to all those who are thinking about it. Meaning they they should really watch out because there's a lot of people out there now looking for the perpetrators who are taking the girls when they're 10 to 14, and then they keep them for years. Right. So at the facilities. How are these people going to be treated? How is it, how is it going to help them? Well, um, as I said before, um, they are being misdiagnosed and mistreated or misdrugged. And for that reason, they are being killed because the drugs are not what they need. They need to detox first because they were drugged this whole time. Imagine adding right. drugs upon drugs, then you're killing the person that's taking it. Now, Unfortunately, we need to have people who understand what it's like to be trafficked. And so we are going to be, uh, we are co collaborating with the Safe House Project because they actually accredit nurses and doctors on how to treat these rescued victims. And we're going to hire them in our facility to assess them properly, to get them detoxified and then give them the proper treatment according to their level of suffering. Because some of them are broken first because they're drugged. So first we need to detox. Then we need to assess what is the level of their damage emotionally, physically, mentally, and we need to treat mm. them. Does that make sense? And now we yeah. need to treat them so that they can get better. And then we can also have them look at arts and crafts and music and other things that will make them dream again, think again, want again, you know? They probably right. think that they cannot have anything. Give them a backpack with their own belongings, their own towel, their own t-shirts, their own, they never had anything that belonged to them anymore, make sense? They lost their total identity. Our goal is to give them that back and train them to become entrepreneurs so that nobody ever exploits them again. Nice. And so that's so, the goal, the end goal. So and as far as uh, helping them to become entrepreneurs, what is the plan for that? I mean, are you going to be bringing in like other people yes. who, who do certain things? Exactly. Are they, are they going to take classes or what? Yes, correct. So uh, first, like I said, the detox, the assessment, the treatment to get them better physically, mentally, emotionally. Then the next step is to get them to dream again and want again. I give them all their options. So what do you want to be when you grow up, right? I don't care that you're 18 years old. You've missed your whole childhood to think about what you want to do when you grow up. So let's say they say, right. I want to be a teacher. I want to be a healer. I want to be whatever. Uh, okay, we're going to bring those people in so that they can talk to them about what it's like. What kind of an education do you need? What is it that you, do you really want to do this? You know, you could do this, that, and the other. And then 
if they say, yeah, I want to do this for sure. That's what I like. I, I, I talk to everybody. Now I know that I want to be a healer. Then we're going to give them the proper education and pay for it. And it's all going to be on site. So they don't have to go anywhere. And that's really what's right. important here is that they do not go anywhere until they are on their feet, making money, knowing how to keep it. We have to also give them financial education, how to keep money, how to pay bills, what goes first, what, how to save money, right? When, they, when you want something. So there's a right. lot to go that, that will go into this. So the first building <laughs> is about three days to about two weeks and maybe a month. Then you have the second one, which is about uh, three months to maybe six uh, to a year. And then the other one is about a year and more because we need to educate them and give them again. This is all about giving them their God-given right to life, freedom, education, and autonomy. Have, so, have, go ahead. So for the most part, how long... Do you, you're estimating that a person might be in that facility for about two years, year and a half? No, we don't know that because everybody is different. We, we gotta, we got it's, right. it's a case by case. You can't really, uh, I, I can't cook, cut it, unfortunately, because you're dealing with humans. You're not dealing with a, with a, with a cookie cutter. You're actually, you're, you know, you're, you're dealing with a human being that has wants, needs, aspirations, uh, you know, inspirations, aspirations, dreams, and goals of their own. And so everybody will be treated in a, in a, in a, in a case by case. And also as a community, right? Because they need to support each other and help each other and uh, all that good stuff. Right. So, um, have so have you talked to somebody that's been involved with this and yeah. are they able to communicate what happened to them sure sure i mean one of the things one of my friend client also uh she's been tra she was trafficked for about 10 years and for the past 10 years since she was saved she has been dealing with so many health challenges and nobody wants to help her so now she's basically homeless She's living at her friend's house. She's super, super smart. She's beautiful. And she's helping the community, but always like speaking for free and doing all kinds of things. And, and she had a therapist that actually made advances at her after treating her. And now she's, you know, uh, taking him to court. You know what I mean? Like this is going on all the time. They get re-exploited. And she shared her story with me and, and I, I broke down because she, she was able to, she wanted to go to school to be a healer or some kind of therapist for victims because she can, she definitely understands them more than anybody. And, uh, and she got letters from the Chicago Tribune, from other foundations, from the UN, she got some amazing, and the school that she wanted to go to would not give her a scholarship because she was trafficked. No. Yes, they did not want to have that under it their belt. Makes sense. Yes, well. The, oh my the, gosh. Well, well, think and about. She's the, not a minority group. She's. Right. Think about the world we're living in. Nobody no, go wants ahead. to think about. Yeah. Yeah, the world we're living in, it's so ugly. I mean, when you look under the surface yeah. and what's really going on everywhere, human trafficking is the main thing, but this is this is sex systemic abuse that has gone yeah. on probably for thousands of years that exactly. no, nobody wants to think about. They only exactly. focus, 
they focus on, and I don't mean this derogatorily, but they focus on darker skin tones that it only happens to them. They don't want to face that it's still happening all over the world. And just because right. it's, and it's kind of underground, so nobody wants to pay attention to this. That's so right. I can it's totally like understand. Yeah. And what, you know, and look at the situation we're in now. It's because people have put their hands in the sands because they don't want to see the truth. That's right. But, sorry about the rant. Well, if they, see, if, they, if they see the truth, that means they have to do something about it. And a lot of people don't mm -hmm. want the responsibility. That's true. That's true. That's very take, true. Taking, a, taking personal responsibility. And, and, you know, when you see something. Yeah, I'm not my brother's. I'm not my brother's keeper, right? But, my right. but I am my brother's helper. And if you don't, if you're not a part of the problem, the if you're not a part of the solution, you're a part of the problem. That's what I say to right. people. Right. And that's what happened in Germany. That was the same thing. You know, people turned mm -hmm. their heads. Mm -hmm. And yep. They, yep, they went along with the programming that was mm -hmm. being shoved in their face and that's what's going on now they go along with the programming and they don't see what's really going on and because it, it is right because it's some then that shatters their worldview and once their world shout view is shattered then how how do you put those pieces back together right right and yeah no but nobody everybody wants to look the other way but this is until it happens to them and i don't wish it on right. anybody but we don't want this to happen to anyone. Your child right. is taken away. If you have Amazon Prime for your listeners, I would invite you to go see the movie Eight Days. It is on uh, Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, it's completely free. Eight Days. And uh, I know the people and the producer of this movie. And this is happening all over our country. This girl was taken, was sold to, her, to other people by her boyfriend. Uh-uh. So yep. it, and, well, and interesting she, too. Just the thing too is that I hear, I've heard stories about people here in the United States, a mother who sold her child into human yep. trafficking. That's right. I've heard that you, too. Yeah. You you see that in that movie as well. Uh, or even, movie. or even there are some that are just human trafficking their own kids. Yeah. Oh, babies, honey. They're doing it with babies. No, that's disgusting. It's sick. It's completely sick and evil. But this is reality. This is what's going on. And if pe people don't wake up to this madness, they're part of the problem. Right. So you all need to go to uh, youaremylightfoundation.org and check out what, what Orly's doing over there and help support her so we can get these people some help. Yeah, and, and you know, if it doesn't matter if you can be in Dallas at our fundraiser, uh, you can donate from the website and, uh, you know, every dollar counts. So give with your heart and don't worry about your pocket. If, if you, you can only do what you can do, and I totally understand that. Help us get this center open so that we can start helping uh, those people as soon as possible. It is urgent. Well, and the thing is, too, that if, if you can only get $5, but if you have a 1,000 people give $5, that's $5,000. Exactly. So spread the word. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Please share this with as many people as you possibly can. 
Uh, we will include the link for the website mm -hmm. in, in the description um, so that you can just go on there and easily click it and just share. Absolutely. So is it, do you have a place, I might have missed it, did you have a place and uh, like a plot of land where you want to do this or will this be more Yeah, what like... I said is that I cannot tell you where that is because <laughs> for yeah. safety reasons, right. we can't tell you. The problem is that the, the people that they run away from are looking for them. You got to be careful. We cannot even have it next to a highway. We can't have it next to a transportation, public transportation. It cannot have anything around it that will make them run away within walking distance and get on a highway or into public transportation. We oh, got to wow. keep them safe. Wow. So we're not gonna tell you, people. You, you did say it was in the Midwest. So why yeah. is it, why the Midwest? Well, because oh, it's necessary. Yeah. I mean, it's happening everywhere. And right. the hubs, the hubs are Atlanta, Georgia, um, Chicago, New York, Nevada, Tampa, Florida, San Diego, California, and Texas. Now, why the Midwest? It's in the middle of everything. And gotcha. it's uh, also uh, far away from the hubs, number one. But where there's hubs, there's also other organizations that are saying that they're going to treat these people but the, everybody has their hand out, right? Everybody wants donations and they don't even use it appropriately, but I'm not here to judge anyone. They can do, God bless, whatever they need to do. I'm looking to keep those people completely safe forever. So when you say hub, what exactly do you mean by a hub? A hub is a place where it's happening, where the human trafficking okay. is known to be happening in multitude of people. Okay. Just a couple of weeks ago, they found 800 young girls trafficked in San Diego. Oh, geez. That's crazy. It, it's so, even for somebody who realizes that this stuff has been going on, it's still really hard to fathom. Um, but the way I see the populace behave, I can understand why it's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me ask you this, Orly. It Let's say that um, we encounter somebody who we think is being human trafficking, trafficked or slaved. What can we do? What should we do? If you encounter somebody that's doing it? Yeah, see, for, I'll give you a great example. Um, my daughter had went to get a massage. Mm -hmm. And she, she believed that the young woman that gave her massage was being human trafficked, but she didn't know what to do. So in that, that instance where there's a business and there's somebody in there that you believe might be human trafficked or slave, how do you approach that? Is it, I mean, do we go to the police? What do there's, we do? Um, there's a hotline on our website where people can call and report any kind of activity. And what tab is that under? Oh, it's right at the bottom. Of the, it's right at the bottom of the first page. Okay. Good to know. Mm -hmm. Could you could you could you tell us 
uh, some signs we might look for to know that somebody's being trafficked or, or enslaved? There are some signs. Um, I'd like to say that I'm not the specialist in that. But if you see somebody that is being treated badly at work, you or or like you said, it, it is happening in massage parlors and that stuff. And now there's a tracking system that now we, we are able to track all of them. What time they open, what time they close, why they're open after hours, what's going on. Um, you know, and sometimes you gotta listen to if, if somebody's telling you, help me, you gotta act fast. Take them with you if you need to. Take them to the local police. So, well, see, and that was the thing is this, this young woman was asking my daughter to take her with. Oh, wow. And she was just like, and it's just like, this is somebody's business. Ordinary to get out, you've got to pass other people and get through doors. How, you know, right. how do you do that? Then you just go to the police and you just say, I've just been asked by this girl to take her. Let them do what they need to do. So I don't know. I totally trust the police. So, so they're not always in hidden. They're, they can be right in plain sight and you wouldn't yes, never know. That's right. And they're so afraid because especially if they're from another country, they're afraid to be taken back to their country where they're going to get killed uh, because they dishonor the family or um, because they, when they bring them over from other countries, they promise them education and, and a house and this, that, and the other. So the parents let the girls go. And then they get here and they're enslaved. Right. And the parents in the other country just don't know what's going on with their child. They are poor. They don't have any means of no communication. And the girls right. are afraid because they're told that if you do anything or if you're trying to run away or if you do anything, we will kill your family and your country. They don't know if it's true or not, but would you? You know what I mean? Right. There's a lot going on there. And it's much more than yep. that. And it's much more than people see or deep or... Um, understand and the media is keeping the kibosh on the whole thing yeah they're not they're thinking it's a conspiracy or they're always saying that we're crazy and then from time to time they'll tell a story it's amazing like with r kelly no all of a sudden. Um, the, the thing is is if we look if we look into who owns the media and we look into some of the big Follow names yeah yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Follow the money. Very well. Yeah, you'll know where everything is happening. Just follow the money. Yep. If you want uh, to know what's happening are, in Congress, follow the money. And these are powerful people. Yeah, very powerful. They're, they, they'll, they'll stop at nothing to protect this no. organization. They will stop at nothing to protect their money, their organization, their well-being of making $150 billion a year that's, and sharing it. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's really serious stuff. Yeah, 
yeah, and it's it, it's not right because you well, know they're taking young children and they're ruining their lives. They're taking their innocence from them. Yeah, they're taking their whole life from them. Mm-hmm. That child will never be the same. I, I I'm sorry. I don't care how much therapy somebody has after being in an ordeal like that. You know, how much does it take to fix that poor broken person? You can't, you can't fix it. You cannot fix it. But we're saving them not to fix them. We're saving them to give them the opportunity to live the rest of their lives with, with freedom and, and education and, and autonomy that they never, and freedom that they never had before. So I don't think anybody can be fixed. I would tell you that, you know, I think that I'm still uh, traumatized by what happened to me. And and it's maybe not nothing in comparison to some other people. But at the end of the day, it's everybody's dealing with it in their own way. Some I I was happy not to go into drugs or alcohol or therapy or anything like that. But I did go into food, you know, which is a drug of its own, especially that it's a necessity also to survival. So. Right. But it could have killed me. And so uh, I don't think that there is a cure for this. I think that we need to help them just have a chance at life. The one right. that we took for granted. We're breathing freely. We're walking around freely. We're doing what we want to do. We, we go to the market. We come back. We drive our car. We put gas in it. These people have never had a chance to even see the outdoors. I, I so, this there's a lot of work to be done and i think through freeing this issue freeing these people will bring a lot of awareness Mm -hmm. that how we all have been enslaved for a long time and hopefully Mm -hmm. it will bring freedom to the rest of us like we have never known before right because that's why we need to act from love and giving and, you know, and modesty and humbleness. I really, you know, I could do and be whatever I want to do. I, I really can, I have, I have the fortitude of having an amazing life right now, but I would tell you that I'm a minimalist as well. I don't buy things that I don't need. I, only when I need something, right? So there's a need and there's a want. If I need it, I have right. to buy because I need it because I need deodorant and stuff like that, right? That's a need. A want is something that I really don't. Do I need another piece of jewelry? No. So I don't buy those. Right. Believe it or not, they're given to me. I have not bought a piece of jewelry in ages. (laughs) (laughs) They're either given to me or whatever. Like I never, I don't do any of, meaning that because I don't need it. I don't really need it. I have what I, I mean, how many, how much, you know, how many bracelets can I wear at once? I don't know, but I don't, you know, that's not me. So at the end of the day is how do we treat each other? How do we treat those who cannot speak for themselves? And how do we help our communities be safer? That's really what it's all about. People are being abducted at Walmart in plain daylight. Those kids are being abducted at Walmart in plain sight. One lady just caught the perpetrators grabbing her daughter. She was pulling with one leg and they were pulling with her whole, the body. And I don't know, that lady fought them so hard that she got her daughter. Wow. Good for her. But she caught them in the act. Two minutes later, she would not have her daughter anymore. You know, that, that, that leads to something really important too. When you have children these days, 
you have to keep them close, keep them real close. I yeah. I go in stores and I see these young children alone. Right. You know, I'm sure the parents in the store, but they're alone in an aisle by themselves where they can yep. easily be taken. Keep your eye on your kids. You Absolutely. Keep your eye on other kids, even other kids. I mean, I'm very protective of children. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I see a child there by themselves, I yep. will say and I will watch them and I will make mm-hmm. sure that they are okay. You know, right. we've got to work. We got to work together to stop this. Exactly. It's not, it, you know, one person alone can't stop this. It's going to take everybody to say, you know what, no, we're going to protect our children. Absolutely. Um, and in the end, that helps everybody because sure. it, it, it's this system the, of human trafficking goes so deep, as I understand it, yeah. that it's, it infiltrates every area of society. And once this is known, and I don't believe you'll ever see it on mainstream media, but once mm-hmm. this is really becomes known and people realize this has been going under on, they're going to start questioning everything. And so mm-hmm. hopefully this will help everything come mm-hmm. back so that we can really have a better society. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I want to see. Definitely. And, I agree. Because I... I'm an earth person and I want to see the kids out playing and not have to worry and be able to play on the earth, dig in their toes, play in the dirt, play in the sand. That's what every child deserves, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. They, and, and, and these people, I would think, coming out of them would really need, nature would be so healing for them. Exactly, Just that's really, what we're gonna do. To, you know, get them in nature and get mm-hmm. them in, in swimming and feeling yeah. the, warmth of the sun and the dirt yeah. and gardening. And I could see that it's just reviving everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's what we're doing. Absolutely. The plans are all in place. All we need is the money to open. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Now, Orly, is there anything else that you want our listening audience to know? Um, get involved. Get involved no matter how, you know, no matter if you don't have the time, you may have some resources. If you don't have the resources, you may have a few dollars you can donate to a charity. Whatever it is that you can do, be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. Don't stick your head in the sand and think this is all going to fix itself and it's all going to be other people doing it. You know, the more we sit back and just look at things happen, uh, it's not going to help the situation. Do whatever you can from your own heart. And that's about it. That's all we can ask. And like you said earlier, Joyce, you know, if a thousand people give $5, that's $5,000, right? So, and we have millions of people in the United States. So if we had that, you know, uh, 20,000 people giving $5, that would be, you know, over a million dollars. So we need to just making sure it's all about making sure people understand the magnitude and want to be a part of the solution. That's all. That would be my, um, and everybody has the right to live life free. That's our promise to those victims. That's the name of our gala and fundraiser, live life free gala and fundraiser. That's really why it's called that because everybody's allowed to do that. 
Well, I just I want to I just want to say you know like I said I have met Worley you know in person and we have, we have had numerous conversations and it's like when I heard her story I was just so shocked because to meet Worley in person and to converse with her you would never ever think that she had gone through something so traumatic she's just so happy she's so positive she's just so upbeat. I mean, she's a successful businesswoman, and it's just when I heard her story, I was just like, wow, really? And, you know, if Orly can go ahead and change her life around, I am sure she can help other other people to change their lives around. Thank you, Joyce. That's very sweet of you. I love you. I love you, too. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm really inspired to meet you. Um, this is um, uh, a very important conversation. I wanted to use one wonderful, but that's not really right. But it, what is right is this is being brought in the forefront and there's, there's ways to help. And yes. um, any way you can help is per- beautiful. So um, thank everybody for listening through the whole podcast. I hope you enjoyed this and, fa- and can donate something somehow and thank you so much. Um, remember to get out there and be wild and breathe. Thank you so and much for having your light. Thank you. I'll thank you, Orly, for being on. This is just so important that you know people have to have to know what's going on and also yes. know that there's something that they can do about it. And it, you know, yes. it's somebody that's not going to take advantage. Right. Thank you so much, girls. Thank you so much. Thank you, Orly. Have a good one. God bless everybody.